Welcome to Socially Powered Digital Marketing Show, the digital marketer's guide to emerging technology, covering blockchain, cryptocurrency, and social media disruption. Hey there, I'm Aaron Sell, your host of the show. This week we will be discussing blockchain for hiring that verifies potential applications, resumes, and credentials via the blockchain. But before we dive into my interview with Daniel Stanzas, I want to tell you guys about an upcoming free Social Pulse Summit. I'm excited because I'm going to be speaking at this year's Social Pulse Summit, Instagram edition, which is happening on February 24th, all day. There will be live keynotes, breakout sessions, speed networking, virtual table talks, and more. I'm going to be speaking about how to use Instagram to explode your podcast. Are you ready to leverage the incredible power of Instagram to increase podcast downloads and explode engagement? Well, if so, then you will definitely want to be there for my session. So you can check it out and get registered at summit.agorapulse.com, and I hope to see you there. So let's go ahead and jump into my interview with Daniel. Welcome to the Socially Powered Digital Marketing Show, Daniel. I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. We connected via a podcast guest matching service. So I'm I'm really excited to hear um, one of the reasons that I was excited to speak with you is that you are doing some projects in the blockchain world. So before we before we dive into that, I would like for you to just you know give us a little bit of background about yourself and and how you got to be doing what you're doing today. Yeah, absolutely. Background is that uh, I won't go way, way back, but I was self-employed um, as a financial advisor, got married. My wife said I should get a real job. So I left that. And then I went to a, a software company back then. We were 15 employees and started as a s- assistant of the CEO. Um, and that's when I learned how to really be successful at a job because before that was just dabbling and doing whatever. But um, this company really taught me how to be um, very just, yeah, successful and be uh, a high performer. And so 10 years at the job, um, had an amazing journey there, um, was a sales manager eventually and then marketing manager, um, had amazing uh, projects with that company, like um, having high ticket clients like Mercedes-Benz, Volkswagen, Fujitsu. So amazing clients, amazing work. But then eventually, um, I just grew a passion for um, business strategies, marketing strategies that a lot of small business just don't know of. Um, and I just grew a passion to help smaller businesses. So I quit my job. And now as consultant and help small businesses with their marketing and offer strategies. And then one thing we'll be talking about is also the crypto project. So um, that all started also in my corporate job. Um, my project manager, actually, that was um, employed under me, decided to do a crypto project. And um, so he quit his job to start this and I got on board. So that's kind of how that got started. So actually all that happened out of that same software company that we were both used to be employed on. Very cool. So since we're talking about the blockchain project, let's go ahead and and tell our listeners what that is and and how it works. 
Yeah, totally. So funny story, because I mean, looking into the blockchain world, when we got into it ourselves and also my um, co-founder. So usually when you get into that, you think of like, um, it's just like a currency and there's no like real life application use cases where actually anything is really solved because we all just see like the currency like Bitcoin, et cetera. Digging in deeper, we, we found out that the whole technology behind the blockchain is just amazing uh, opportunity there and, and it can solve real problems. So we were thinking, okay, what type of problems can blockchain actually solve? What are the real life applications here that we can look into? And we decided, uh, or we found out that from our background, our software that we worked in uh, with for our high-tech clients, these were all clients in the HR world. So these were um, like um, like inside the corporations, the the personal development, recruit, recruiting um, departments, etc. That was that was our um, clients usually in the in the projects um, or training centers. And we saw that these clients have one problem in common, and that is that they found or just see that so many people um, applying for a job, um, put in their resume, put in their skill set, put in their background, and there's so many just lying and fraud going on and, and so much, yeah, hiring going on that you wouldn't do if you actually knew the real facts and details. And then we realized that on blockchain, the one of the unique things with the blockchain is, well, number one, you cannot change or fraud any information on there because it's verified, as we know, on all these different um, networks. And um, that's one of the main thing. And number two, um, you just have um, opportunity to um, have a network of verifications going on between um, separate parties. So that's when we realized, okay, we are able to solve this problem by having a solution on the blockchain that will verify the resume with your skills, with your background, et cetera. So that's kind of how everything got started. We liked crypto just for what it was like as in investing, but then we found out that it actually has real life application solving a problem. And that's when we found out, okay, we can solve a problem. And that's especially in the HR world. That's really cool. Are, are you guys doing anything with tokenomics around it or is it just the verification aspect? It's just the ver uh, verification aspect. Yeah. So that's the, that's the focus that we have here. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much all based on that. Um, we have different use cases that we're looking into. So the one I just, the use case I described right now is like the main use case of having like a verified resume where you know that the person actually did graduate here or they actually are skilled and um, I don't know, IT or whatever you want to write down a skill or a language or whatever. So other people verifying that that is actually fact and true. Um, but there are also other use cases you can have with verification and look in the other direction where you're like, okay, that data is encrypted on the blockchain. So now you, what you can do is you can run a search query and say, okay, is anybody out there in maybe um, a certain region or even uh, all, in all the country um, that has a specific skill set um, and me being able therefore to reach out 
to these people. So also having the different, the other direction. Um, so that's also, that's um, possible with the verification uh, method to um, have a search query go in the other direction. So that's also another um, like use case, but yeah, it's all based on verification. Yeah, I like that it it goes both ways. It's it's funny because on LinkedIn, <clears throat> it's so easy for someone to just say, "Oh yeah, I worked here or I went to school there," yeah. and there there is no. I mean, for me, like as a company owner, if somebody goes and says that they work for me, I, I don't have any recourse to say, "No, they don't. They've yep. never <laughs> worked for me." Um, so I I love that. And that there's idea. bad things that happen so, to that. I mean, um, uh, we hear often in the press. I mean, um, I just recently I, I heard something that uh, a doctor was practicing, um, yeah, as a doctor and people died and then they found out he never actually graduated as a doctor, but was just for whatever reason <laughs> working as a doctor and uh, people died because of uh, that, just because there was no real way to actually, yeah, um, fact check it <laughs> yeah funny work anyways but yeah to actually see that that was true and that he actually had that yeah degree i see that you are you have a movement <laughs> the world changer entrepreneur yes. movement so tell me a little bit about that and what you've got going yeah, on yeah totally so um also there the backstory behind that is that um growing up um i noticed at a young age that um it is very important and powerful if you are able to have resources to um, just enable others to serve. So my parents, they were missionaries, um, first in New Guinea, actually. So like real in the, in the, uh, out in nowhere. <laughs> um, and the only way they could do that and reason they could do that because there were entrepreneurs and business owners back in America supporting them week by week or month by month. Um, so they were being out there and helping um, the yeah people out in New Guinea and making a great impact that lasts till now. Now with Facebook, we can connect with these people and we actually see, wow, over the years, over 40 years now, the impact that was made just by that. So that's the way I grew up, just knowing, okay, the impact that, um, that we can have with the resources we have. And I knew at a young age that I'm not going to be the missionary going out in the, in the boonies, but um, I want to be the one that enables others to go or just whatever it is. It doesn't only have to be like missionaries. There's all the other great things um, that that's been yeah done out there. So that's the idea behind it to be an enabled entrepreneur that has the resources that is not only enough to like take care of myself, but to, like I call it, have overflowing resources that I can use to invest into other projects that are just important to me, to other causes that are important to me. So that's how the whole idea World Change Entrepreneur was birthed. Um, and um, that's what I'm trying to lead by example and helping others to become and do. That's awesome. How are you like, how are you doing that? What are, what are the actions that you're yeah. taking? Uh, uh, actually, very, very uh, current example for that is I am uh, planning a very, um, yeah, time-consuming summit uh, that's going to be launching soon um, at the time that we're recording this. 
and I am recording top experts um, and we're going to have an offer in the summit. It's going to be free, but an offer, but all the revenue will be going towards, not to me, not to an expert, but all the revenue is going to be going to an, an organization called Operation Underground Railroad that helps um, traffic children um, all over the world. So I'm investing my time, my resources, and my connections to create this summit. Yes, to bring value to other entrepreneurs and business owners, of course, but all the revenue generated is not going to go to us, but it's going to go directly towards um, this organization. Um, so my goal is to like for this year to have much more revenue created by that to going to that organization than through me, my own business. So just by leading, by example, doing stuff like that, that's something that I think is very, very important. Besides, of course, I believe like always uh, the more I have in profits, the more I want to give to different organizations. And that's what we also do. My wife and I, we have a percentage that um, goes to children in Africa, other people we know that work with um, people in schools, et cetera. So that's another area of direct, like using my, part of my income and just giving it to different areas of um, support. That's amazing. So definitely be sure to share those links with me and, sure. and I'll be sure to put them on the website so that people can can access that when it's available because that I think is is truly amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And we're hoping the goal actually, so actually maybe a little interesting side fact behind that. So maybe a lot of people, um, especially entrepreneurs might might have heard like the two comma club where you get an award for making $1 million or even the two comma club X for hitting 10 million. And there's this other award out there that a lot of people don't really um, pay too much attention to, but that's for me, even the more important award. And that's, it's, they call it the two heart award. So this, these awards are given by ClickFunnels and um, a um, company out there. And um, so the two heart award is for um, the entrepreneur that has given or donated $1 million towards some type of organization. And the goal now is um, I want to be the first um, entrepreneur out there that hits the two heart award before he hits the two comma couple awards. So that's what also my goal is with the summit um, that we will hit that um, 1 million mark, but for donation. So that's the goal that we have with that. So we'll see how that will go. Awesome. Well, I hope you, I hope you hit that goal. Thank you. So what are the biggest ways that you think that business owners and entrepreneurs can make the most positive impact? Yeah. So I think there are specifically three different ways I see that we can have um, a direct impact as being a world changerpreneur. And one I already talked about is, of course, that we can have the resources that we have as in uh, just money, yeah. And use the money, use the revenue, use the profits that we have and take that money and give it to organizations that can also only operate with money. So um, of course, a lot of people think money's a bad thing, but again, without money, um, a lot of other things are just not possible. So I believe um, we should be very successful and take those resources and give it to those that can also create amazing change. So that's the first one just taking the money that we make 
and give it to organizations. Number two, I think is that most entrepreneurs, they just have an audience. They usually have a platform that they can um, just speak to others, um, either like you having a podcast, others maybe have a big audience on Facebook, on Instagram. And of course we want to talk about our services, our products, but I think it's important to use that platform also to create positive change with all the negativity out there, with all the hate out there, just to use that platform to create hope, to create happiness, to create love, to create um, just, yeah, that uh, more positive side of life. I think it is important that we use those platforms that we have. And third, I just believe that we should have an amazing products and services that really change lives. We want to give our best in our products and services that help others to also be better off with whatever we help them with. So that's the third area, of course, where we should have the best products, the best services, and not try to um, find the shortest way to be successful, but actually have amazing products and services. So that's the third. So you've got four leverage points that you think every business needs in order to hit seven figures. What are those four leverage points? Yeah, totally. So maybe before I tell the four leverage points, let's quickly look at the word leverage um, because I think that's the foundation of this. So I always like to describe a leverage point to be, if you think of a, a seesaw, um, you have two sides and usually for a seesaw to work correctly, you need fairly uh, same height and weight people usually uh, to be on both sides that it kind of works. So like I have a son, he's six. Uh, of course, um, me going on a seesaw with him uh, is not going to be running that smooth or not in a very, very good way. But the interesting thing with um, leverage is that if you know how um, that middle piece of the seesaw works, that you can move that in both directions, therefore you can actually have the seesaw work very, very smoothly, even with my son weighing much less than I do, um, just because you found that leverage point. Now, the interesting with leverage is it can work both ways, of course. So the four areas that we're gonna look at, they can work both ways. So um, they can actually help you, um, <laughs> or not help you, but they can actually be a cause that business is going really bad. But if you use them correctly, they can help you be extremely successful. So those leverage points, um, those are very, very important to, to identify. So the first one, um, and again here, the, the, the right order and the right, yeah, the right order to look at these and to deal with these are also very important um, because even if you have like a big barrel leaking um, and you might fix the top hole, um, you'll still have a problem because the bottom one is letting all the water out. So the the right order of this is also very very important so the first leverage point um, or the first hole if you want um, to fix and to look at is um, just to look at the offer that you are actually bringing out there so we all have our products we all have our services um, that we offer of course but to create these into what i call an irresistible offer is extremely important and now why is that a leverage point well we spend all that time to get traffic. We spend all that time to maybe have that conversation, but the deciding factor in the end of the 
person or the company will um, hire us or buy our product is if we are presenting an irresistible offer where they're like, well, I'd be dumb to not take this deal. I'd be dumb maybe not to move forward. So the first point is creating an irres irresistible offer that has high value that um, has amazing conversion rate if you want with all, with all the people uh, it's been presented to. Um, and therefore all the time invested before that is, um, yeah, is profitable because the offer is converting. So the first and very, very important part is having an offer, an irresistible offer. Now, when we have an irresistible offer, that's good. And then the next part is, of course, uh, we want to get more uh, people seeing that offer. We want more people, maybe we want to have more conversations going on. What that next phase is, that next leverage point is, is where we actually look to see how we can use automation. Now, short, short um, story or analogy here, um, if we look at even something completely different, but an example we'll see that fits very good is um, even like in the Bible, if we see, okay, there was, um, uh, we even if we don't believe in God or whatever, but in the Bible, we'll see the example where uh, Jesus leaves the, the earth and says, hey, I'll, I'll be leaving and I'll, I'll be sending the Holy Spirit. Um, his disciples were like, no, no, please don't go. We want you, Jesus, to stay here. And he was like, no, it's actually better for you if I go. And they didn't get it. Like, why? what would be better than having you here? Well, one of the, one of the main benefits, you could say, of that exchange is that, well, the Holy Spirit was able to be everywhere at the same time. He was able to serve as or help, as Holy Spirit means helper, uh, is that... Um, he was able to be all over at the same time, if you want, and Jesus was not. So how can we kind of model that, if you want to say it that way? So, of course, we are not able to be all over all the time, but technology does allow us to do that. And that is uh, a leverage point that we find ways to leverage us being present online all the time with having different types of automation, meaning automation as in we know like an automated either webinar an automated like we call them sales funnels all these different ways where people can get to know like and trust us on an automated way that that process um, of getting to know us and then coming to the offer is all automated and using just technology sending automation emails and all that different stuff but automation is definitely um a, a very good leverage point to look at. Now, if we have all that in place, we have an amazing offer, we have our automation in place. I think the third leverage point that we need to look at is we just want to kind of turn the heat up. We just want more attention. We want more visibility. And that's where we kind of put on the role as a marketer and think in strategic ways how we can have more people hear about us and have more um, kind of eyeballs coming our way um, or attention coming our way. And so that leverage point is specific um, is marketing, but specifically marketing in a way, looking at leverage, specifically looking at mar uh, uh, marketing in a smart way where we um, are leveraging others people, uh, other people's audiences. So thinking of ways, okay, who already has that relationship to my dream client? Who already has the audience to my dream client? 
and not maybe only paying Facebook for ads to get those people, but to use other um, relationships with, with people that already have that like trust um, relationship with my ideal client. So this could be like, okay, I will um, do JV deals with um, other business owners where we have um, uh, not a competitive, but a relationship where my product and service is maybe like an add-on to theirs. Um, a very nice example for that, maybe that shows how powerful this strategy, if, if, if it's done correctly, and there's a lot of ways to do this, but this is just one example. Um, so there's this business that um, consults um, fitness centers. Um, and last year, they made uh, broke or had their best year so far 2020 this was and they made um, over 100 million dollars just consulting other fitness centers well, one of the main sources of income or new clients was a jv deal and this jv deal was with a company that supplies the fitness centers with the um with the floor mats so what this consultant or what this um, business did that consults um, or coaches the fitness centers, they did a deal with the floor mat company saying, hey, when you have a new client ordering floor mats, how about you just refer us out and you'll just get another like $1,000 probably bonus if they, if they um, take us on our offer. Um, and now this floor mat company was just sending them a ton, ton of new, new clients the floor mat company was actually ending up earning more by those $1,000 bonuses than through selling their floor mats. And of course, the, the company that was um, uh, doing the coaching for the fitness center was very, very profitable, getting leads at no cost, of course, only giving the bonus away. So finding those kind of ways, deals and relationships is a very, very profitable, profitable um, leverage point. So that's number three. And number four, and last, um, usually it's last, is just to look at different ways um, how we can increase the lifetime value of each client. Um, and since we already did the hard work and we are now we have built the relationship, we have, they do know, like, and trust us, um, think of different ways how we can serve them. And to add on, usually the next um, product or service on a not on a higher um, value and a higher often it's a higher price point where we can serve them um, and kind of upgrade them maybe to the next level and even if that is not possible like for um, yourself to think or provide something like that well then just think of maybe just as my example before like the doormat company they did that but not by providing that service themselves, but doing a JV deal with somebody else. So even if that next step is not maybe from yourself or from your own company, which usually you can find something, but if you don't, then find other companies and services that you can partner up with and have your clients maybe take that next step to do business with them. And you just, of course, earn money um, like a affiliate commission or whatever type of commission from that. But your average... Um, lifetime value or sorry, your lifetime value per client will just definitely go up. So that's the fourth um, leverage point that a lot of people just don't look at. They just think of their product and service they have currently, but just thinking outside of the box of different ways, how they can leverage that relationship they've already built. So those are the four.
leverage points. And pretty much any business focusing on those, these four things and always kind of auditing them, perfecting them, there's almost, um, yeah, it's definitely possible to then eventually hit the seven figure mark. Awesome. Those are, those are fantastic. I love it. Um, so I just want to say, you know, thank you so much for being here today. I feel like um, you've given all kinds of great information. What is the best way for our listeners to connect with you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm mainly active on um, Facebook. So you can just pretty much connect with me on, on Facebook. Um, um, it's Danielle.Stanzas um, or just put me in the search, Daniel Stanzas with S-Z-U-S. So um, I'm most active there and just love hanging out there, providing value, doing live trainings, whatever. So yeah, reach out there and say hi. <laughs> Perfect. And I'll, of course, connect or link to that in the show notes. So thank you again for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And yeah, have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with Daniel as much as I did. In closing, I just want to say, of course, you know, be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss out on our latest episodes. And if you are enjoying the show, we would sure love a review on your favorite podcast player. Also, be sure to connect with us on all of your favorite social media platforms. We are on all the socials at Socially Powered, sharing tips, tricks, and the latest episodes on all things social, crypto, and blockchain related. Have a great day.